Welcome to the Prophets Come Alive. The purpose of this podcast is to review some of the most essential chapters in the words of the Navi, of the Nevi'im, the prophets, and to review them by going through the chapters that were chosen to be the weekly portions read in the synagogue every Shabbat, every weekend. These portions are called the Haftarot. And through studying each week, the Haftarah of that week, you'll get a taste of many of the prophets and many of the things that they said and tried to teach. This is something of a sister podcast to my other podcast called Let the Prophets Speak, in which I study the words of the prophets um, uh, directly, not just picking out different chapters, but we go through all of the books there. In that uh, particular podcast, I started with Isaiah, and it just so happens that this week the Haftarah portion is also from Isaiah. I do encourage you, if you want to study the words of the prophets themselves, I encourage you to listen to that other podcast of mine called Let the Prophet Speak. My name is Saul Weinreb, and I am privileged to be your host for this podcast. This week's Haftarah is from the book of Isaiah, the book of Yeshayahu, chapter 1, verses 1 through 27. This Shabbat, this weekend, this Sabbath, is known as Shabbat Chazon, the weekend of the vision. The Chazon refers to the vision of Isaiah, the vision of Yeshayahu, which is read in this week's portion. Um, so, and it starts off with the word Chazon. We name the entire weekend after this Haftorah, similar to next week when we name the entire weekend after the, another portion also from Isaiah, which is Nachamu, Shabbat Nachamu, also known as the weekend of comfort. But now, we are unfortunately during the sad time, the weekend before the fast day of Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av, which commemorates the destruction of the temple. And therefore, it was felt that it would be appropriate to read this particular Haftorah. Now, my general approach is, rather than try to find the themes that I'm looking for and read them into the words, the idea here is to read the words of the Prophet himself and allow the Prophet to speak and allow his message to penetrate through his words. Of course, there will be explanations required, but to the best of my ability, I am going to be true to the meanings of the words themselves. So I will read in Hebrew, but I will always translate clearly into English, and the commentary will be limited to an attempt to bring out the meaning of the prophet, rather than an attempt to find themes and push them into the words of the prophet. So, let us begin. Chazon Yeshayahu ben Amotz. This is a vision of Isaiah, the son of Amotz. I strongly recommend that you listen to the first of the podcasts of Let the Prophet Speak, in which I give an introduction to the book of Isaiah. Um, and I strongly recommend you listen to that to learn a little bit about, about Isaiah, who he was, who he, what he stood for, and what his messages was about, were about. But here we're going to read... This that we're going to read is the vision of Yeshayahu ben Amot, Asher Chazo, which he saw, Al Yehuda v'Yerushalayim, regarding Yehuda, Judah, and Jerusalem. 
So he is speaking to the southern kingdom. This was at the time, this, this vision was said, and it's clear from the context, which we'll see shortly, this vision was said at a time when the northern kingdom, the north of ten tribes, which was called Israel, Israel, was, had already been destroyed by the invading Assyrian army. At the same time, the invading Assyrian army also invaded the southern kingdom of Judah, of Judah. Now, they invaded the kingdom and destroyed the countryside, destroyed many of the largest and most powerful cities within Judah. And they were now aiming at the capital, and the armies, after having conquered this, the rest of the cities, were coming to the capital of Jerusalem and about to lay siege. At this time, thousands upon thousands of refugees from the countryside and from the other city have now come into the city of Jerusalem to seek refuge. The king is King Chizkiyahu, King Hezekiah, and Yeshayahu is speaking to the people at this time. And it's important, I think, to keep this image in mind to remember who exactly Isaiah is giving this speech to. When did I, this, this, this vision of Isaiah is also a reference to the entire book. When was it that Isaiah said his prophecies? Yeshayahu said his visions, had his prophecies and, and prophesied and taught during the reigns of four kings. The king Uziyahu, the king Yotam, the king Ahaz, the king Yitzchizkiyahu. This is a very long period of time. Uh, depending on how you calculate things, he was, prof he was in a position of a prophet for at least 80 years, possibly longer. Now, let's read what his vision is. Shim'u Shamayim. Hear, hear you heaven. Ha'azini Aretz. And listen up, land. So he looks at the world around him, the heavens and the earth, and says, Listen, because God himself is speaking. The prophet makes clear that the words that he's stating are the words are, are, are of God himself. I have given birth to children and raised them, and, um, and I uplifted them. I gave them everything they needed to be successful. Behem but they rebelled against me nonetheless. This idea is recurrent throughout the prophets in general, and Isaiah in particular. This idea that God has given the people everything they needed to be successful, everything they needed to do good and live according to the values that God wanted them to live by, but instead they rebelled against Him. Even an ox knows his owner and knows to serve him. The ox knows he's the one who gives me food. He's the one that gives me what I need. And a donkey knows the um, the uh, the, the uh, pen of his master. The the donkey knows who his master is. The animals know who to give thanks to and who to treat properly. But Yisrael lo yada, the people of Israel, they do not know Amilo hisponan, my nation they aren't thinking. The idea here is is that to have a selfish attitude is one thing, but if you think about it, you can overcome that. The idea here is, is Amilo Hispanan. The God, God is criticizing the people not so much because they acted on their impulses or did things that were wrong, which of course is bad, but they did that because they didn't think, 
because they didn't think about about God, they didn't think about their background, they didn't think about their responsibilities, and then act accordingly. Hoy, wo, goy, There is a nation that is a sinning nation. Am keveravon. It is a nation that is heavy with sin. Zeramereim. They are children that are have went on the wrong path. Bonim mashkisim. They are children that are destructive. Azvu Adonai. They forsake God. They turn niatsu at kedosh Yisrael. They have spurned the Holy One of Israel. Kedosh Yisrael is a firm, is a term that Isaiah uses often to refer to God. Nazoru achor. They have turned their backs on Him. Almetuku od. Why is it now? Isaiah turns to the people and says, "Why is it that you're constantly getting struck more and more? These punishments keep on coming. The messages keep on coming. And when one reads through the book of Isaiah and through all of the prophets, we see there's constantly punishments and there's constantly prophets telling us this is what you need to do to fix it. So why? Why almetuku od? Again, going back." You didn't think, because if you thought, you would have listened to the message. So why is it that you continue to get struck with punishments? Tosifu saran, you continue to turn in your path away from God. Kolrosh lachali, every head is full of illness. davoy, and every heart is sick with worry and anxiety. Why do you do this? Why don't you learn your lesson? The suffering is so bad. From the the sole of the foot until your head, there isn't a place that has that that is fully healthy. They're all full of bruises and 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 um, and, and 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 wounds and uh, and uh, open wounds that are that are not lozoru that that have not been been cleaned they have not been bandaged and they haven't been smeared with oil no one's taking care of any of these of these wounds you're just full of wounds but you don't do it you don't do anything to make it better you're not doing anything to improve even though you've been told to do so your land is destroyed this is a reference to the fields of the uh, southern kingdom the cities of the countryside, the cities throughout the nation, which are now destroyed. Your land, in front of your eyes, they're being consumed, the, the, the crops are being consumed by foreigners, by strangers, and they are destroyed. Like something that has been destroyed by strangers who destroy things without any respect to the property. This is the situation that you're in. All that's left now is your last chance. A little bit is left where you can turn around. And all that's left now is Zion, the daughter of Zion, Jerusalem itself, which is like a sukkabakharam. It's like a hut, like a hut in the middle of a vineyard. Um, the hut that the guardian of the vineyard sits in to watch and take care of. Um, that's all that's left. It's like the city surrounded by walls on the mountain, but everything around it is destroyed. Like a hut in a, a field which grows um, uh, like uh, cucumbers. Like a city which is, which is suffering from all of the, peop- uh, the surroundings that are now attacking it. If not for God himself, that he has left for us a remnant. Kim'at. We would uh, um, uh, uh, just like a small, small remnant. Then our destruction would have been so complete. 
like the destruction of Sidom, Sodom, and Amorah, Gomorrah, we would have been completely destroyed. So God left us a little bit. We have a little bit left. We can do something to change. So Shimu Dvaradunoi, listen to the word of God. He says, finally, now, listen. Stop not listening, but listen, Kitsine Sodom, you leaders of this, of Sodom, of Sodom, because he just compared them to that, and he's saying, you, if you're gonna, if you, if you listen, then we may not suffer utter destruction like Sodom did. Hazinu, listen to Torah Teloheinu, to the Torah, the Torah which God has, our God has taught us. Am Amora, you nation of Gomorrah, listen. What is this Torah? And Isaiah is saying something extremely important here. And this is really a theme which is recurrent throughout the words of Yeshayahu over and over again. And it's also recurrent throughout many of the other prophets as well. The people when they... And, and, and we, we see this dialogue. The people when they say, oh, we're supposed to listen to our God, their first reaction is, let's go to the temple. Let's pray. Let's pray really hard. Let's pray really strong. Let's do all of our rituals. Let's keep Shabbat. Let's keep the Sabbath well. Let's, let's go and keep all the holidays well. Let's bring to, uh, uh, um, more sacrifices into the temple. Let's, let's, let's sing to God. Let's do all these things. They think about the ritual worship, which, which when Isaiah says return to God, this is their immediate reaction. And Isaiah is here correcting them. This is not what God wants. Immediately he looks to the people and says, No, Lama li rov what do I need all of these many sacrifices that you're bringing to me, says God. I've already had enough of, of these sacrifices of rams and the fat cows that you're bringing to me. And the blood of, of cows and lambs and goats. I don't want those things. When you come to see my face into the temple, whoever asked you to bring all of these stuffs to come and trample around and stomp around in my temple and bring these things, do not further bring any more to me false sacrifices. The incense you bring to me is disgusting to me. The animals I don't want. The mincha, which is the... the uh, um, offerings that came from grain I don't want the ketoret, the incense offerings I don't want, it's disgusting to me and not only that you're going to call, you're going to proclaim your your um, your months and your Shabbat, your Sabbath I don't want this I do not want all of your sin and atzara, which is your assemblies, your gatherings your get togethers, which is a reference to the holidays of Atzeret, the holiday of known as Shavuot. I hate your months. I hate your holidays, says God. They've become a pain for me, a burden for me. I'm tired of bearing all these things. And not only that, God says, I don't even want your prayer. When you lift your eye, your arms to me in prayer, I will close my eyes to you. When you Pray really a lot and hard. And any shumei, I will not listen. Why? Because yidechem domim your hands are filled with blood. Now what does this mean? Were they murderers? Not exactly. But, but we're about to find out what he means. Rachatsu, wash the hands of the blood. Hizaku, cleanse yourselves. Become better people. That's what I want. 
I don't want ritual. I don't want sacrifice. I don't want holidays. I don't want Sabbath. I don't want. I don't want uh, uh, incense. I don't want any of this stuff. What I want is for you to be better people. Get rid of your bad and evil ways. Get them away from me. Stop doing bad. Lindu Hetev, start learning how to do good. And what is it that you need to do? Dear Shumishpat, you should seek justice. Set up a society of justice. Ashru Chamot. Go ahead and, and help the people that are, that, that are, that are wronged. Help them out. Help the people that have been treated badly. Shiftu Yasom. Give proper justice. Proper justice for the orphan. Rivu Amana. Fight for the widow. Fight for the people that need it the most. That's what I want you to do. Why don't you please come? And then we can discuss this, God says. We can reach an understanding together, God says. If this is what you do, we can work this out, God says. There is hope. If you do what I said, you build a just and kind and righteous society, then no matter what your sins are, even if they're as red as 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 shanim, as as red thread, they will become white like snow. Even if they are beet red, like bright red, like like dyed wool, they will be like uh, um, white, like fresh wool. In Tovu Shimatem, if you listen and you come and you listen to what I'm saying, Tuva Arts you will get to eat the best of the land. But if you if you resist and you rebel, you will be destroyed by sword, so God says. And now we have the word Eicha, which is reminiscent of the word Eicha, which starts the Book of Lamentations, which we will read this coming week. How has it been that that the uh, she has become like a harlot, one who turns away from 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 her appropriate partner, oh, uh, and the people turned away from God. The Kiryon Amana, this what used to be the trustworthy capital, the trustworthy city of Jerusalem, has turned away from God. Malasi Mishpat, it used to be full. Malasi Mishpat used to be full of justice. Tzedek Yalinba, righteousness lived there and resided there. Vi'atam but now you're like a bunch of murderers. Kaspecha Yulisigim, your silver has has grown grown um, rust and moss and 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 junk. Savech Mahul Bamayim, your your wines that used to be good have now become diluted with so much water they're no good anymore. Sorayach Sorerim Chavreganovim, your rulers, the people that are in charge, they've turned away from God. They are all a bunch of gangsters, a bunch of robbers and thieves. Kulo Oiv Shochad, all they want is bribery. Virodev Shalmonim. They're running. They're doing their jobs because they're running after gifts. But they won't give justice to the orphan. They won't even listen to someone who can't afford the case. They won't even listen if she's just a widow and can't afford it. Such cases that don't involve gifts, they don't even bother listening and giving the people the justice they deserve. Therefore, says the Master God Himself, Aviri Israel, the strong one of Israel. I will, unfortunately, because you've taken the wrong path, I will have to seek comfort with my those that don't like me, and I will um, take vengeance on those that are enemies of me. And my arm, 
of punishment will go out against you. I will clean out all the junk from the silver. I will remove all of the, the folds and the bumps from, from your society. I will reestablish the judges like they were supposed to be. And I will bring your leaders back like they're supposed to be. I'm going to get rid of all of the evil. After I've, I have to unfortunately do this punishment and get rid of the evil ones, then after that, once again, they will call you Jerusalem, the city of righteousness, the trustworthy and faithful capital. Because the city of Zion it will be redeemed with justice. This is how you will save the city of Zion, through proper justice. Bishavel and those that, that return, those that return to God will be redeemed. How bitzdaka with righteousness, with charity, with good works. This is what will save the city from what at the time felt like an imminent destruction. Thank you so much for listening to the first of the podcasts in our new podcast. Looking forward to studying next week's Haftorah, next week's portion together.